Hi, friends. Welcome to a special Monday edition of the That Sounds Fun podcast. I am your host, Annie F. Downs. And I know, I mean, it is pretty special on Monday. It's happening more often than not, isn't it? But I totally love it. So happy Monday. I hope you are having a great week so far. Listen in the background. The music is our buddy, Dave Barnes. If you have not gotten his new album, I think you should do it. And also make sure you go back at the World Cup. We are two weeks into the World Cup and it is going great. We are having a great time. Make sure you go back and listen to that episode with Dave and our buddy Aaron Tuning and I talking about the World Cup. So far, our predictions and our thoughts have stayed pretty evergreen. I'm pretty proud of us. We kind of knew what we were talking about. Well, let me, they did, they did. Hey, today on the show is my buddy, Tyler Huckabee. I'm really excited about this because every now and again, I like to take a deep dive into something I don't know about. And luckily, I have a friend who's an expert on this particular topic of superheroes. Here's what happened. I watched Black Panther. I watched Avengers Infinity War. And I wanted to know so much more than I knew. So I texted my buddy Tyler. He told me lots of things. And I thought, man, maybe I'll just bring you on the show and ask you a lot of questions. And so today we're going to talk for a few minutes about superheroes, particularly Marvel superheroes, just so you know. But we also talk about writing professionally, how we got into it, and also how faith plays a role in the superhero world and how art informs culture. And so it's more than just... Iron Man. Okay, everybody, it's more than just Black Panther. Stick with us. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with writer, friend, superhero expert, Cape Town podcast host, Tyler Huckabee. All right. Recording. Do you feel great about this? I'm very excited about this. You're a professional podcaster. No, I don't think so. I'm an an amateur podcaster. No, 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 no. When did you start being on the relevant podcast? Like, when did you start working? Oh, a long time ago. I know. Okay, so I started on the relevant, I think my first, like, relevant on staff as a person that's at Relevant was in 2012. Oh, gosh. I'd been published there before, but I was just a, you know. A guy that they took a submission from. I was just a blogger, yeah. Yeah, 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 me too, me too. That's really funny. So that, I mean, you were doing podcasts before podcasts were cool. I mean, Relevant was. For Relevant, yeah. yeah. Relevant was. I was not. And I'm kind of a latecomer to the pod. I don't, I don't listen to very many podcasts. You don't? What do you listen to? Oh. If, there's, if there's a one that people are talking about, uh-huh. then I'll give it a shot. And then if... So if, like an Up and Vanished, uh, Up and S-Town. Vanished, any of the, the murder ones yeah, are popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like those, and, and I'll give them a shot. Sometimes some film ones, some political ones. But I'm not... I don't know when people find time to listen to podcasts. Do you know? That makes it sound like such like I'm crazy busy. I don't think I'm crazy busy. And even so, I still don't know when people find time to po- listen to podcasts. Well, I think I think there are people who do jobs that don't require the word putting together that our jobs require. Because sure. you write full-time for your job. That's right. Right. As do I. And so I can't listen to a person doing an interview while I'm writing a book. Uh-huh. But there are people Agreed. who, while they are doing their graphic designing or while they are chopping vegetables, or while they are doing Photo laundry. editing, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, think they can listen to words where I can't. I can do, I'll, I'll listen to it in the gym sometimes, because I, I go to the gym. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone, just so you know, Tyler Huckabee goes to the gym. And uh, if I've got a long drive, if I, then, yeah. then sometimes a podcast or a book on tape. But I really, I don't have a lot of regular podcasts. Yeah. I, that's when I listen mostly is when I'm exercising, or when in the mornings, 
are at, at Crosspoint, uh, the staff, which I'm not on staff, um, <laughs> the staff is reading the Bible through start to finish this year. Okay. And I can't ever make myself sit down and do that very well. That particular reading, I have others because I want to do my own thing. I don't want to always do that. Sure. And so I'm listening to it. So who are you listening to? Who's it's the one the... year Bible. It's like an audiobook. But who version. reads it? Do you get? Is it it's somebody like a, famous? Like, uh, no, it's like Johnny a, Cash or I don't Katie know his Perry? name, but I'll tell you who he is. I can tell you exactly who he is. He okay. wears khaki pants with pleats. He's like sixty-two. You've described every famous. Voice I know. Keep going. Keep going. So yeah, 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 yeah. He's sixty-two. He has white hair. He does not wear glasses, but he thinks he might need to soon. And he has been doing voiceover things for at least the last 15, 20 I mean, years. I, I don't know who you're talking about, but I also kind of do. Exactly. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Like, like I, don't, I don't know I, who I'm talking about, but I have but no I do. idea, but the person you've described, so if I saw this person walking around, I'd be like, oh, voiceover guy. Yeah, if I gave you three options and it was you, me, or that guy, if who's going <laughs> to read the Bible, that guy. So it's him. So I listen to that in the mornings, and then sometimes I'll listen to other podcast. You know, I just found this really funny one. I was doing looking for some friends who are doing some parenting things mm-hmm. and I found one called Hey Dad. Have you heard of it? No. I think I mean, you're not a dad nor am I. No. You're closer on two levels. You're I mean, married I'm and there. you're a, a man. <laughs> so, you've got But it's a binary. I'm right. not a dad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Neither of us are dads. But it's super funny in the okay. middle. I listened to the Father's Day episode. And in the middle, they said, we don't have ads yet, but who would the ads be if you could have ads? Right. And the guy goes like, this one brought to you by uh, frying pans, fryingpans.com. And then just like made Ran it off up. with it. Just, uh, just, I got so tickled. Uh, do you have hey, ads? Um, yes, we do now. I'm on the Relevant Podcast Network. Oh, that's, well, sure. So of course you've got their ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but yeah, we do have companies that want to partner with us that my, they want my people to know about. That's very exciting. Which is really helpful that's because- That's really affirming, I would think. Yeah. Like somebody thinks I'm so good- that they want to sell, they think they can make money off of me. It's <laughs> very exciting. Well, I think it is. Uh, probably their sentence is more, we think Annie's people will resonate with what we offer. Sure. I wonder if Annie would read a couple of paragraphs about us. And, and you and do. I do. And I do. And that way I can afford, we can afford the equipment and the time and the expertise of Chad. This is very professional. Thank yeah, you, we're right? Doing right. This feels very so, like a real, this yeah. is professional podcasting. And th- I do not have this set up <laughs> for any of the podcasts that I do. How many are you on right now? I'm on an as-needed basis with Relevant, and right. I think I'm the last person they call. Like, <laughs> You're like our deepest guy can, on the if bench. If you can't do it, if, if, if propaganda says no, <laughs> and then they go through the, the usual, like, it's Carl Lentz they busy this They back up week? by year. And then it's like, okay, then they get to 2012. No, he'll do not it. True. He'll always say. You're the first call. There's, and, then, and then I do have my own, which is Cape Town, which yes. is a superhero comics podcast. Yes. Which is why we're here today. I mean, besides friendship. The we're here because we're friends. We're here. I can't believe because when people it, this doesn't happen often, but when people do want to talk to me, yes. have, have me on their podcast or inter- interview for any reason, it's about writing yeah. or it's about millennial Christianity yeah. interacting with culture, and they never want to talk about what I want to talk about, and all I want to talk about is comic books. Oh, great! That's not, but that's which is, why that is it, which is great. But I feel like my here. brand is very confusing because people will the on ramps to the Tyler Huckabee experience, right? <laughs> Are are like like feisty political commentary uh-huh. or uh, faith and pop culture intersections, yes, religious, yes. which is kind of what most of what I do for relevant, right? 
And then there's this weird sort of like Island of Misfit toys, which is <laughs> just there for the comic book commentary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they are not interested in Christianity. Yeah. They're not super political. Yeah. And I feel like none of these three brands meet or have any affection. It's a, it's a very poorly put together brand, but it's who I am. But listen, see, that's the reality because people show up to Annie F. Downs because they read 100 Days to Brave. Sure. And they're also going to run into international soccer. Yeah, and See, they're gonna run into glitter. And, and at some point, I just decided fun. that's like your fault. You can unfollow me at any moment of your choosing. Same. And I try to keep. I I try. I keep a healthy mix going. Yeah. So I, like you do too. Yeah. And you're probably like right now. It's tougher than usual with the World Cup going on. Right. Do you know this is real? You know, we did a whole episode two weeks ago about the World Cup with Aaron Tuning. You know, Aaron. Yeah. I do know Aaron. Aaron and Dave Barnes, and it was oh awesome. We're gonna do a mid uh, a, another World Cup one before the World Cup's over to kind of update people. Are you missing a game right now? Is this keeping yes, you? Yes, I'm away literally from, missing a game right this now. This feels very special. I, it, it, I better really deliver. It's one of the reasons I'm making myself come to work every day because <laughs> at home, I mean, at home, I would have the TV on all the time right sure. now because there's sure. three a day. Only this week and next week after this first round. Uh-huh. It gets more manageable because then I will schedule it into my day. Oh. Now it's like okay. you can hit three games a day. Like I could watch all day long. Well, we can keep it short. No, oh my gosh, you're like Annie Hurry. <laughs> no, no, no. Unfortunately, I keep working after this. <laughs> oh, okay. um, yeah, so I think the branding thing is an interesting conversation because I think I feel like uh, people who are use the internet like we do, but also any of my friends who are listening that use the internet – they are just being themselves on the internet. They don't think about sure. they don't think sure. about the branding side of it. And so I don't want to either. I just want to be Annie. And Annie loves soccer and Annie loves uh in the Enneagram and Annie loves Jesus and Annie loves Nashville and Annie loves burritos. And that's a some, and I'm just gonna that's talk about something all that. that, that- you're not limited by the. I think the idea of having your own personal brand was sort of a thing in 2009, 2010, when we were just kind of figuring out how to use Twitter. And the idea yeah. was build a personal brand and right. how, that's how you be successful and get your tribe and, yeah. and your network of people. And, and uh, that's such a dangerous, fractured way of living mm-hmm. life because I am not. I'm not a magazine. I'm not Target. Right. Uh, you know, I right. don't. I, there's. I have no need to try to fit myself into a box. That's right. To what? To gain followers. Right. Strangers who I don't know. And, right. And, who, and then Twitter uh, crumbles like Vine did. Exactly. Or Instagram crumbles like Vine did. And and you've built your. You spent all your life trying to be known on this one platform, and the platform goes away. And what do you have to show for it? If Twitter vanished tomorrow, what would I really have? How would it change my life in any appreciable way? Right. I would have a little more time on my hands. Right. I'd have more time on my hands. (laughs) I would not know how to stalk certain people that I only can stalk (laughs) via Twitter. A lot of my, like, social media crushes, I would miss Yeah, that's it. I would. I would miss them. But it would not be like And I would miss the connection, but I hope that my identity would not change to me. And I think in some ways you maybe would find we would be able to figure out our our identity a little bit more because there is still that pressure mm. to try to say something that appeals. The more successful you are, the broader your scope has to be. Yeah. This is the same problem that any successful brand or business has, but now we have to deal with it on right. a personal level too. Right. If you have a Twitter account, right? And I don't think any of either of us are like social media superstars or anything. Nope. But it comes. We were talking about before we came in mm-hmm. that you have to think about the sort of things that you tweet, and I do too. Yeah, and it, it's, it's crazy. Tough. I take the month of August off virtually from do you really yeah and so i'll take instagram and twitter off my phone not because i want to but because it is a month-long reminder that what happens in real life needs to win over what happens in on the internet yeah and so the first three days last year felt like i had lost an arm 
and felt like I had lost friends and Isn't felt like weird? I was it's awful. It was awful. And then by the end of the month, I was like, okay, now I feel balanced. I and part of me was like, just don't bring it back. And then I was like, bring it back. <laughs> You'll be fine. Well, I think going on and off is something because I remember when I deleted social media off my phone and for the first few days, I would pull it out and you open your phone Ugh. and you're like, oh. I have nothing to nothing do. Nothing to do. This is a brick. I, like, I could yes. check my bank account. Right. <laughs> and that's like a good thing to remind yourself of, that yeah. your phone is just a tool. It's not an extension of who you actually are because it, it becomes one Ooh, if you're not that's careful. That's a good sentence. How many words do you, do you write on a day normally? Mm, it depends. Do you do an article a day? I do an article a day wow. usually. And then I do a bunch of quick ones. I try to at least make sure I do a page a day in my book. And then it gets in your book. What do you mean? You're worried, right? I'm working. Yeah, I'm working on my first book. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Is it contracted already, or you writing it first? No. So here's here's the thing. I haven't found a way to say this. It doesn't sound very uh, arrogant. Oh, cool. Go for it. What's your enneagram number? Nine. Oh, you're, so you don't want to be arrogant at all. You're so so sweet. I I get very nervous about stuff like this. So I'm trying to be careful. Yeah, you're so peaceful. When publishers have approached me about a book, which is something that's happened, and see even that right there, that's my nineness being like, yeah. Which is fine. They probably don't care at all. I'm sure they were joking. But they... (laughs) In the rare chance that they still remember my name. But I've been approached for a book. And I am interested in writing. I am writing one. But what I'm working on is a novel. Uh, I want to do fiction. And right there, the Christian publishing industry dries up almost immediately. Unless, are they Amish? (laughs) No. I really missed the boat. I really, I I didn't think about it until it was too late. The wagon. You missed the wagon. Like a a smock and a gingham dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Name with like three syllables, like Elizabeth Livingstone or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have one of those. But I do have a novel. And so the Christian publishers dry up almost immediately because Mm. that's just not, you know, those stories just don't play until they do with Left Behind or something like that. Mm. But in general, they don't play, which is fine. The other publishing houses that actually do more fiction uh, for your first one, they need a full manuscript before yeah. they make a decision on That's it. Right. So right now the goal is just to finish it. And by then I'll when? worry about the publishing. Oh, I'd love to have it done by the end of the summer. Okay. That's the goal. We'll we'll check in. We'll see what Here's happens. Here's the problem. You're telling us in June. And we'll just say to all of our friends, by the end of August, tweet Tyler Huckabee. <laughs> is it done? And ask if the book's done. So <laughs> now it, you've got eight to 12 people who are going <laughs> to ride you hard about finishing oh, this. Oh, uh, more of them the better. Yeah. That's, that's good. I've tried like all kinds of little things. But my goal is at least a page a day right now. And it's... It's getting there. A page a day. That's mm-hmm. such an interesting... So what is that, it's usually, 500 words? It's usually more yeah. than that. But I want to at least... It, like whatever else happens... Because a page will hold like 300, but that's a really short step it's into a It's about 500. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's about five. It's That's really short. But even on days where I don't have time for a book. 500 is a traditional blog post in the day when we used to do blog posts. So for people imagining in their minds, about 500 words was what... How much do you write a day? Uh, when I'm not writing a book, which I'm not currently, I'm working on some articles. When I'm writing a book, I write 2,000 a day. You do 2,000 a day? Five days That's a week. A um, that when, feels like a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. But but I bet you do, I mean, if you do 500 words on a book and then you write articles and then you, I bet you're putting out 2,000 words a day. It's you're the just, problem. You're just, yeah. You're just, uh, what's it called? Where you put it in different places. It's diversifying. All, it gets, uh, yeah, it gets segmented out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of so I probably write 500 words a day. Right the, now. The book would be going faster if I didn't work as a writer yeah. full-time in addition to writing some. Yes. but That's a Jonathan Merritt's life too, right? He writes articles constantly, but also puts out books. He's a machine. He is. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I can't do what y'all just, do. Oh, I can't write. At you and Jesse and Jonathan, and um, there's some women too, like Kate Bowler, mm-hmm. um, Caitlin Beatty. 
right? That's Caitlin, amazing. yeah, yeah. I mean, she turns out a crazy amount of content. And even Rachel, like, yeah. the, like it's, it's a lot of words these people are able to write, and yeah. I'm grateful for them. Yeah, but I, because I, I, I'm exhausted, and sometimes yeah. the last thing I want to do at the end of a day of writing, right, is. Start right. I just closed this computer. Like, yeah, I literally, I want to get away from it. Right. So that, I mean, my schedule, I'm really careful on my calendar to have seasons, like two or three months where I am sitting at my desk and writing mm-hmm. and two or three months where I'm on the road because I can't do both. Oh. I can't preach and teach and write a lot of content because either so way, I'm disciplined, letting, Danny. Uh, well, just got to pay the bills, man. <laughs> so I got to be disciplined because I don't have a choice and I got to be responsible. I mean, you you feel this too. I got to be responsible with what God's allowed me to do. And so I need discipline that some other writers and speakers don't need, that they can do it better, faster, stronger, and I need more discipline. So I draw some real strict, you go to work every day and you sit down and write something every day. And when you're speaking, you don't have to write that day. And, you know. The tension I feel is that there's so many words out there. And my discipline to try to write every day is in tension with the feeling that I want to make sure that what I'm writing is true and mm. is important and mm-hmm. is helpful and is mm-hmm. beautiful and is encourages people who need to be encouraged and, yeah. and condemns things that need to be condemned. Yeah. And it's really hard to do that multiple times a day, throughout the day, yes. on a on social media, on a computer. Right. Like there's, it, it's that's such a difficult tension, and I haven't always done it very mm-hmm. well. Those tweets will come back to haunt me. That's they're, right. They're out there. You know, the, they, that the, writing is out there. When people tag you and say this didn't age well, it exists, like, and, okay. and it does, and it didn't. And yeah. lots of things do, don't. And that's there was a time when that was probably more okay because it was just something you wrote on a piece of paper and yeah. threw away in the trash can. Right now, it's just screenshotted Forever. and uh, posted so other places. And, yeah, and yeah, it's tough. That it's, screenshot it's difficult. ability ruins my life sometimes. Who did you read that made you want to be a writer? Started out probably, my dad wrote, my dad's in the medical profession, uh-huh. uh, but he worked on a book when I was a little kid on a novel oh. that he ended up self-publishing, and that was very inspiring to me. I also, when I was a little kid, I loved comic books, and I loved those stories, and I liked So you've been drawing. a comic book guy forever. My dad was a comic book guy, and so oh, he I gave me it. all his old, like, from the 60s and 70s, you yeah. know, like really old, and he had boxes and boxes of them. Yeah. He had a big collection. And uh, we went up to his mom's house, my grandma in Idaho, and uh, picked those up. And uh, on the whole drive back from there to Nebraska, which is where I grew up, I read through them and I, d- I just loved them. That was I was like seven or eight years old then, and it just it who really was your stuck favorite superhero then? Who did you? Who Captain you like? America. Oh yeah, you're like the Captain America's your guy. He's Captain America still. I, I have who plays a him few in the favorite. movies? Chris Evans. Thank you. Okay, here's what's gonna break your heart over okay. the next X amount of minutes. I can take it. I'm gonna ask really dumb questions. <laughs> well, so I'll back up and tell our friends the truth. I have never watched superhero movies mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I watched Black Panther. More because our mutual friend Andre Henry and some of my other African American friends were like, "Really pushing this it. matters to us." Yeah, and I yeah, thought, yeah. okay, there's something about this superhero movie that is not about superheroes. It's about what my friends are feeling. How did it go? What'd you think? I loved it. I saw it twice in the theater. It. Okay, yeah, I totally loved it. I I felt compassion towards a story I didn't know compassion towards before. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it, it Wakanda really good, is it? It where amazing. I want to go. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I just loved it. I thought it was really interesting. I think an outsider watching 
superhero movies is a little disappointing because I know there's Easter eggs I'm missing. But you just can't know sure. enough until you know everything. Sure. Which is why, why A, why you're here, but B, why I wa- I then went and saw Avengers because I have movie pass and can see whatever I want for free. It's not for free, but in my head it is. And The some, most recent Avengers? Yeah, uh, Avengers yeah. Infinity War. Infinity Sorry, War. I'll see, even that I say that wrong. Avengers Infinity War, and I walked out and I texted you and said, Oh, that's right, yeah. I yeah, have yeah. all the questions. <laughs> I was like, I need you to help me Was anything understand. that I said helpful? everything and so then and I went and listened to your Cape Town episode your podcast about superheroes I went and listened to the Cape Town episode about Infinity Wars and it made tons of sense to me oh good everything that's the goal that's the goal because that's what we try I try to make and it would be easy for it to go much down much um nerdier holes yeah than, yeah, I, yeah. than I think we do. I hope I try to keep it. Well, also I really appreciate level. nerdy holes of this nature of any, anything that people care enough about to go deep into. I enjoy listening because as a seven, sevens just love when anybody loves something. Right, right, right. So sure. for me to hear how much you and the other host of that show love and can talk. I mean, for example, we had a long conversation today on the relevant podcast that came out last week about <laughs> flat earth. Oh yeah, flat earthers. (laughs) I love rabbit holes because it means somebody cares enough to dig into learning something. So, so I like that your show rabbit holes. But I don't want it to be to be a rabbit hole that is inaccessible. What I try for with the podcast is for it to be something that still makes sense to somebody who just like saw Black Panther because they heard how heard it was a big deal. Saw Infinity War because everybody else had seen it. And it was like, that was interesting. I want to know because it can be really intimidating. I would imagine you've probably never walked into a comic book store. No. Yeah. Sorry. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't because it's very- Where would you even start? It's very intimidating. There's there's tons and tons of, you know, books that- There's hundreds of characters. They're soap operas. Yeah. They've been going on for decades, many of these, and they've got characters. Characters and side characters. Yeah, and, and you know all of them. That's the thing. And I know them. Is at the very end of Infinity. Well, let me just say to the people, we I might accidentally say some spoilers. Oh yeah, we should only do because a I alert. don't. So this is a spoiler alert that if you really care about not knowing how Avengers colon Infinity Wars <laughs> has things in it, it's and a how singular it war. Infinity. Oh, war. see, Avengers colon Infinity War. I'm gonna probably accidentally say some spoilers, but there's a piece at the very end that you said do you know what that thing is that they found? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. And you said, that's a huge deal. That's why everybody gasped. That's why everybody freaked out. Right. It's because of that. And you explained it to me and I would have never known that, but it's because it's a soap opera. But it's very fun, or at least it was fun for me. And I don't know if this happened in the theater that you were in, but I saw it opening night. Yes. Uh, like waiting in line kind of saw it? I did not have to wait in line. I mean, I, I had bought tickets ahead of time and we had, we had seats in the end. And your wife, theater. Liz, does she love this too? She does not love this too. No. But does she, she go likes to it. them? She'll go, she'll go with me. Yeah, yeah. But this one, uh, she did not come. I, I went and saw it with Chris, who's also on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. and lives here in town. Yeah. We went and saw it. And in that, when you're seeing it with people on there that are there opening night, it's super fun because yeah. these people are so excited too. And it does a feel like it's kind of for lots of cheering at every character introduction. People get really excited. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. People are, people are like gasping at some of the big yeah. surprises we talked about. Yeah. And they cheered at the final moment we're, we're talking about the cheers that went. That, uh, because people, it is a feeling of everything's going to be okay. It's a feeling of everything's going to be okay. And it's in the case of a character that was teased there. I, I think it's been out long enough now to yeah, say yeah, a tease sure. of, of this character, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. who her movie will be the first female-led superhero movie in the MCU. 10 years, well, 11 years by the time this movie in comes out. In the MCU. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you. See, sorry. These are sorry. Th- no, 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 I, no, no, I, no. I fall into these. Yeah. I knew the Marvel part. I really didn't know the other two, but 
we are all, all my friends listening, the majority of us are very not educated on this. I'm no, guessing. that's good. This is, I'm glad. So I'm going to ask I hope you this is, elementary I hope, questions. I hope this doesn't get too bro-y too. I'm hope, like, Oh, I'm so, so into bro We're okay, fine. We right, have dudes who right, listen. As long as we're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a uh, very exciting because the, it because it's female led. Because it's down female with that? led, uh, the comic book industry and sort of culture at large right now is obviously at a very interesting intersection in terms of representation, yeah. both racially and in terms of female representation on on film and, and te- mm-hmm. television and comic books are the exact same way. Obviously, most comics that we read now came out where the most famous ones came out in the forties, fifties, and sixties. That's where you get characters like Batman, Superman. Uh, the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Iron yeah, Man, yeah, Captain yeah. America. Okay. These were most of them came out of World War II, and many of them were were ev- eventually sort of co-opted into wartime propaganda, which is why they were so oh, they're so wow. associated with the American flag, yeah, yeah, truth, yeah. justice, and the American way, right? Yes, and Captain yes, America yes. and the flag. They were used to sell war bonds right. for the troops at the time. So it was very, oh, wow. very even World War II. You're saying World War II, yeah. Okay. So it was very, especially for some of the early DC characters, which is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the they're Justice all red, League. white, and blue. They're all red, white, and blue, and that's that's very that was very intentional. Um, oh my gosh, and, my mind is already blown. <laughs> which is uh, fine in a certain level, but there were also some very uncomfortable. There's a lot of racism in those early stories. Yeah. A lot of times they would fly over to Japan and everybody has squinty eyes and big teeth and sure, the, sure, raci- sure. The, the racial depictions are, talk about not are aging well, they're bad. Yeah, they're they're, yeah, they're yeah. just bad. Um, but also that's why so many of these characters are white. That's why most of them are male. So now that there is more representation and there are more female fans, there are more uh fans of color yeah. who are interested in these stories, yeah. but they don't really have as many legacy characters as uh, people who look like me. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Which is why it's such a big deal that they're finally You're a white now, guy for everybody As a white listening. guy, yeah, yeah, as a white theater guy. Theater of the minds, as Cameron likes to say. Which is why it's so ba- such a big deal, to, which is why Black Panther mattered so much. Yeah. And it took him 10 years from the first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Iron Man, to finally get Was a he black in leg. there? Was he... Was Black Sorry. Panther in those movies? Black Panther's first appearance was in the third Captain America movie. And is it, the, is it Chadwick? Yeah, yeah. So it it's, been <gasps> it's been what? him. It's been him. So he, he just shows up in those movies and we never knew, us normal people never knew until we saw Black Panther the movie. Exactly. But he's been the Black Panther for years. They had for Tyler, only one for only one other movie. You only missed one movie with Black so Panther. I'm so happy right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you okay. should watch the you should watch the Captain America movies. They're very good. Okay, so yes, yeah, so, so that's gonna be one of my first questions. You love Captain America. I do. Let's pretend. So, and Annie, and Annie, who's seen the two that are most recent that are that people love. What do I watch? I can't go back. There's 19. Yeah. Don't make me start at the beginning. Watching them all is tough. I think that that if you we can't could, fit podcasts in our lives, I'm sure not going <laughs> to fit 20 movies in my life. I would have to like sit down and try, like, because you're just you wondering so what are much. the like the really good ones. That, well, what will tell me? What will teach me the most? I the think, Captain Americas? I think so. I think what I would do if I were you is I would watch the first Iron Man movie kicked it all off. Robert, okay. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that was the first one that really like launched. He's done a great thing everything. for himself, hasn't he? Get healthy. Talk about what a great get, story. Get restored and then be Iron Man. You wrote him up. We yeah. all wrote him up. He, he went was, to jail. Uh, yeah. He yeah, actually he went done. to jail. And then he and then he was in a superhero movie that nobody really thought was gonna be successful. Yeah. And uh and he's great it, as it Iron out, Man. It worked out really well for yeah. him. Yeah. 
So the the second Iron Man is not very good, but the first one will you can kind of see where everything's starting to come from. Okay. Um, the first Captain America movie. I think if you think of them in terms of trilogy, there's a Thor trilogy. There's three Thor. I've heard movies. they're very funny. The third one is very funny. Okay. The first two are kind of funny. And that's oh, they're all kind Hemsworth, of funny. Hemsworth, right? That's Chris there's a Hemsworth. lot of Chris's. There's they're all Chris's. Okay. Um, that's Hemsworth. He's very handsome and he's very yeah. funny. He's Thorish. For he's sure. very Thory. Yeah. And then I think the Captain America trilogy is the strongest one. Okay. It starts in World War II, which is where Captain America comes from. And Wonder from. Woman. She and was Wonder World Woman War II. is too. Yeah, but she is. So that's where it gets complicated because oh, she's good. not in Marvel. What? There's there's <laughs> two clubs. There's, so there's two clubs is a good way. Two teams. Two teams, but two, they don't fight each other. They're not in the same universe at all. They don't interact. Oh, they don't by, ever interact. Oh, right, because like because they're well, in two separate companies. They're made by two separate. Spider Man was there for the Infinity War, but Batman was not. Right, because Batman is in the DC DC comics, and Spider Man is in the Marvel comics. And who you really love is Marvel. Marvel is more my. That was my dad. My dad was really into Marvel. Got it. I've always been really into Marvel. Everybody likes Batman. You have so to like Batman, Batman Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Superman, Wonder Woman. The Justice League, which oh, is yeah, the Justice about, League. That, that's all DC. Wow. Okay. The Flash is DC. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's a whole nother world. So we need to like kind of put them on a shelf because today we're here. We need to focus on Marvel. Yeah, we can focus on Marvel today. I'm a, I like Marvel better. Okay. But it's a rivalry. It's a bitter. There's so a lot there of, are like DC people who are like Marvel is the pits. Yeah, yeah. Because what? What would they say about Marvel? I mean, it's like ta- it's like when people talk about football teams. You know, you, it's just oh, so whichever it's just one you're nuances that you make can you, have. Yeah, people fight about it a yeah. lot. Who's more successful? Yeah. These stories are better. I liked them in the '80s, but that was then, and now okay. I, like that they're they aren't good anymore. Okay, okay. So for us, for the that sounds fun, friends. For you, <laughs> sure, we sure. are going to lean toward. We can MCU stay in Marvel people. today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, see, this is all the stuff. Tower. I C? hope this is helping. I I'm hope having this a is great helping. time. Okay, okay great, great. And everyone is like either washing their dishes or doing their laundry or out on a run <laughs> or they've stopped. And I, I mean, who? I mean, we're just having a great time. This. I hopefully this won't like end up on some sort of like superhero fan page, and then you get all these new listeners who are like that ready to get That actually sounds awesome. Uh, well. And then we just it bring you back be. for every movie that we that comes out and be Tyler's like, Corner. teach us. Yeah, yeah, Tyler's Cape Corner. Um, a cape brought to you by Cape Town. You want to be a sponsor? I, cape sure. Town. Do we have to pay money? This one brought to you. Uh, no, just knowledge. Okay, just I can do knowledge. that. I can't give you money. I'll, you pay the same for sponsorship of this podcast that I'm paying you to be on it. All right, that sounds like a good <laughs> How's that? We'll break even. Um, okay, so I should start with first Iron Man, all three Captain America's. And then you've got the Thor Avengers movies. Three. Thor three is is the most recent one. Oh boy! Okay, and they all do. It's they all are fighting the same all, bad guys. Well, no, no. Sometimes because in Avengers colon Infinity War, they're all fighting the same right that guy. So they all kind of split off into their own individual solo movies. Captain America does his own thing. Yeah. Iron Man does his own. And then they come together in the Avengers movies. Okay. Sorry. And go back to what you were saying about Captain America. It starts in World War II. Starts in World War II. And then in the second one, it fast forwards to today. Oh. To modern times. And it's the same guy. And it's the same guy. Because time it's is a, just it's a story. relative. You, you, they do explain it. It's sci-fi. They do. Sure, they sure, give sure. you an explanation. Okay. 
And then the third one is Captain America Civil War, which is where... Back to the Civil War, uh, 1865. No, that would make sense. <laughs> but the Avengers fight each other. They <gasps> get into a, an interpersonal oh, conflict. No. And things get things get ugly. Oh, no. But that one isn't going to land as hard. The emotional impact of that isn't going to land as hard if you haven't seen some of the earlier. I know. Because by the time that one came out, we'd had eight years with some of these characters. Right. Because you've and also you got like, the Spider-Man movies at this point. You've got, is it always the same Spider-Man guy? He's so young. So the Spider-Man that we have now is the Spider-Man who's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. There have been other Spider-Man movies, but they were not connected to... Right. Uh, the guy who hung upside... The girl hung upside down and kissed the guy. Kirsten Dunst and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tobey Maguire. There you yeah, go. It's, yeah, it's yeah. an iconic... It's a very classic... <laughs> All right. That's not in the Marvel Universe. That is not in the Marvel Universe. No. Oh that was... A, I might, See, here's but this what is I why might it's get, complicated. Yeah, this yeah, is why it is tough. I might get tough. you to draw us a chart that we share Oh, that would be Monday. like the, That'd be a visual slice, yes. I think we would call I it think, on the relevant yeah, podcast. Yeah, We're not yeah. allowed to bring them. But, <laughs> I but, just want to see yes. a chart. Okay, so you, why do you love Captain America? What is it about him? I think at first it was when I was a little kid, I kind of liked the characters who felt a little more human. Yeah. To me, who weren't like they didn't have wings or or they weren't like crazy strong. They because in my mind I was like, well, I could kind of do that. Yeah, you know, like if I did enough push-ups, I could right, eventually right, be right. kind of like a low-level superhero. Uh huh. So I related to people like Captain America a little more. And I was I was raised in Nebraska, very red state, very patriotic. Yeah. So we you know we, we had an American flag hanging in our church and yeah you know, yeah, my yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I was so I kind of liked that. And I'm not quite as nationalistic in my attitude today sure. as I was then, but neither is Captain America. And oh, the, the writers have done a mixed bag, but lately they have done a good job of using him more as a critique of American society instead of an avatar of oh, it. Okay. So you have, even in the movies, Captain America Winter Soldier, which is the second one, finds him confronting a pretty thinly veiled metaphor for the idea of government surveillance, government overreach. Uh, okay. Um, some of the, at the time, Obama era uh-huh. uh, policies that had to do with tapping into smartphones sure. and Facebook and social sure. media. And it, it was very prescient and it has only gotten really more relevant since the yeah. movie aired. And starting next month uh, on July 4th, Captain America is going to get a new writer who's Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Coates is famous for writing Between the World and Me, and also the case for reparations in the Atlantic, which won him the uh, MacArthur Genius Award. Yeah. He's one of my favorite living writers. I really, really, really love yeah. Coates. And he's a big comic book nerd. So right. he's been writing Black Panther now for a few for about a year. Do we get more Black Panther movies? Is it a trilogy? There will be a there will be a sequel of some kind. Right. Depend we, we don't have know. a problem. We don't really we know. We have a small yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. We have a little, Based on we have the an issue ends with of that. Avenger. Yeah. But at some point, there will be a Black Panther 2. Okay. What happens? I have no idea. So you don't they, know? You don't know? Nobody knows. I don't know. No. Yeah. No, I don't know. Because this, this isn't like you can read along in a comic book and keep up like you could inspired with Harry Potter. Yeah, it's loosely inspired by the comics. And there are comics that have Thanos killing everyone. The, that yeah. happens in the comics. But, yeah. but uh, Thanos is I was as surprised guy. as anybody was by the ending of Infinity War. I didn't right. see it coming. Right. I was very sad that I was too about Black Panther. It, it was it was it I was, was like, heartbreaking. No 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 no! You're my first. You're the first one I loved. Come back. <laughs> I know. I yeah. I was very surprised, but then I was like, well, they got to come back because I need more Black Panther movies. And just baseline, no way will Marvel give up all the money they could have made from Black Panther. That's what kind of like that was like that softened the blow a little bit. It's like, well, they're not gonna kill him, right? But they're they, not gonna kill him. Off but forever. I'll tell you. But I'll tell you that in the comics, T'Challa does die, and Shuri, his little sister, becomes Black Panther. Oh. 
Oh, okay. So there's there are she's all so kinds of fun. cool. Isn't she great? She's Letitia, so cool. right? She, yeah. oh, she's wonderful. She's so smart, Alecky. I like her so much. You should try to get that actress on your podcast. She's wonderful. Do you have you talked she's, to her? I've never talked to her. No. Did y'all have her on relevant? <laughs> They won't return our emails. Oh, I'm I'll trying. try. If, whoever gets her first, we'll share. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just share these. We'll just back-to-back interview. Uh, tell me why people of faith love comic books. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Because there's a thing. I think there's, a, I think there's an intersection. There doesn't have to be. Sure. Because I, I think there's all. I don't want to be. Uh, uh, anything sound exclusive. Can be anything sacred. can be. Anything can be sacred. That's right. And people come to comic books for a lot of different reasons. Something that's not explored, I don't think, nearly enough in the history of comic books is how many of the original creators were Jewish. Oh, okay. Which is very true. Superman was created by two young Jewish teenagers, 1940s in America. Oh, wow. uh, both children of immigrants. The same thing was true of Captain America, who was created during World War II. And the same with some of the other Marvel characters came around a little bit later in the 1960s. So I, I think that that sort of understanding way of looking at the world in terms of a, a few different things. The first one you see is obviously the, the fight between good and evil. Yeah. The idea that there are characters sort of specially selected who live among us, who are called to something a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, that the idea it always of, costs them so dearly. And it always costs. And there's yeah. and that tension. The quote is is originally in Spider Man, but it's true of most superhero comics. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. How are you going to use the responsibility of the power, the platform? the uh, talents that you have. These are all very biblical ideas, obviously, and they really resonate to somebody who comes from not just a Christian worldview, but any religious worldview that has a very strong idea of morality. Mm -hmm. There are these people who choose to take the law into their own hands, who say, I'm going to know what the law is, but sometimes because of what I have, because of the responsibility I have, I have to go a step beyond what the law calls for me to do and actually proactively try to right wrongs. And I think that we as people are all very familiar with the ideas as we're speaking today where, you know, there's there's little kids being locked up in concentration camps and it's easy for us to think someone should do something about them. someone someone should I wish someone would do something mm-hmm. and there's a Well, bit they're of not being wish. locked up in concentration they're not camps. Being, I should say I I want to yeah. I want to speak correctly. They're being yeah, yeah. they are being locked up. Yeah. Um and the and I don't concentration camps is a very loaded historical term and I yeah, don't yeah. mean to misapply that here. But the idea that somebody should do something is something that you get a little bit of wish fulfillment of in reading superhero comics because somebody does do something, somebody can do something, and it feels really good to read these stories about bad things happening and good people who just happen to be flying by, swinging by, running really fast yeah. by, whatever. Yeah. And and, they and you can never help. know when the rescue is going to come. And you never know when it's going to come, but it's yeah. always last minute and it's always out of nowhere. And you get these. That's these, what uh, I've liked so much about it, Tower, is it feels so like God to me in a lot. Of, I mean, I know it they're, does. No, they're it not does. God, but, it does. but in the movies I've watched and in the little bit of stalking I've done and in the listening to your podcast I've done, it almost puts a little bit of a mirror up to some of the things the Bible says about like, you will be rescued. Mm-hmm. This will not defeat you. It may not be when you want to be rescued, <laughs> but you will be rescued. The most explicitly you'll ever see that metaphor employed is in the Superman comics. Okay. Because Superman is a character who at this point can do pretty much anything. He's almost invincible. Yeah. And that symbol... Yeah, because uh, Spider-Man has a thing. Uh, Superman uh, flies, punches, lifts. Yeah, Spider-Man... Is a guy who shoots webs out. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun to watch. He's a cute kid. <laughs> he he webs not, people. That's yeah, it. But, and he can climb. But Superman is can do it all. Uh-huh. And so the idea of that, of having somebody 
in the world who is uh, who everybody looks up to as a symbol of hope and not just a symbol of somebody who can save you and it can beat the bad guys yeah but also who encapsulates the best of what humanity could possibly be yeah uh, who is a good kind uh, trustworthy honest person no matter what yeah that's extremely inspiring yeah and sometimes we I think especially people like me who grew up in the church we get so used to hearing about all those attributes of God that they get they sound a little bit boring and stale mm, it gets a good. little bit uh, gets a little like yeah God is love and God is kindness sure, and nah, sure. nah, 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 I get a God is mighty to save but when you turn to some of these representations and it doesn't have to be superheroes it can be Aslan it can be some of the characters in, in Harry Potter even yeah. like some of the way they use sometimes how they use Dumbledore J.K. Yeah. Rowling's Dumbledore yeah. these can be very inspiring Christ type figures who can help re-energize your idea of who God really is yeah. who Jesus Christ really is yeah. and that's how these comics have probably been most beneficial to my spiritual life yeah it just feels like there you said it beautifully there's there's a connection there that we can choose to see or not. Mm-hmm. That may not be why you of go course. to comic books, but but especially people with some of your gifting of your you look for stories to tell stories. Right. I look for stories right. to tell stories. Exactly. And so inside of moments like that, I go and movies like that or stories like Black Panther, I go, oh, I see a re- this is actually a redemption story. Mm-hmm. This is actually a when you are set free, you set free kind of story. And that's, it takes, we are in, in, those of us who are Christians are raised with the idea, this idea to look for redemption everywhere. Because once you start looking, you'll find it. Yeah. And when they're writing stories, they'll call it the resolution or, you know, the conflict resolution. That's a great word for it. But we see redemption because we know that all of creation is a story of creation, fallen redemption over and over and over. Yeah. That's really good. Who is the least interesting one? Do you have one that you're oh. like, I don't care for? <laughs> of like the main, of like MCU. in the movies, in the yeah, MCU. Yeah. Um, I think that the least interesting one, that is a good question. People are going to maybe take a little bit of issue with this. Jeremy Renner plays Hawkeye in these movies. Okay. You wouldn't have seen him yet in okay. the ones that you have watched. Right. Uh, he's a guy with a bow and arrow. That's his oh, gimmick. Okay. That's his only thing. He's a guy with the bow and arrow. And it, they have not, he's been poorly served by the movies so far, okay. which is unfortunate because the comic is, he's he comes from a very good comic book yeah. in which they really play up how ridiculous his gimmick is. Okay. And, and re, he's revealed to be sort of a superhero who's just not very good at it. Yeah. Like, just oh, that's like doesn't funny. really have any business being a superhero, yeah. but he wants to do the right thing anyway. Yeah, so he yeah, keep, yeah. keeps trying. It's a great story. Yeah. And I would like to see them lean into that a little more in the movies, and they haven't done that so far. Okay. Wh- who's your favorite female? Well, they don't have many to pick from so I know. far. <laughs> that's the problem. That's okay. The list is short. The, it would be Shuri and okay. Black Panther. Okay. Uh, Letitia Wright's character. Yeah, she, yeah, I yeah. thought she was so good. I, I like. I really like Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. I was about to say, tell me who Scarlett Johansson She's, is because I saw her in the, the... One of the other things I loved about Avengers Infinity War is they went to my two favorite cities, Edinburgh, Scotland, and Wakanda. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll watch any movie that takes me to Edinburgh and Wakanda. But I loved... So then I... Of course, because I knew nothing, I thought, oh, look, these three people must be somebody because they're helping these people in Edinburgh. Black Widow's been around for a long time. And she's, okay. a very, and she's in a lot of the she movies. She have her own movie? She, uh, one's being made. Oh, okay. They're working on it. 
but she doesn't yet, and that's too bad. She's but she's she's a spy oh, in the okay. comic. She's she's just a so she's not a jump around, fly around. She no, just she's a, just, a, just a, kind of like a James Bond type character. Ah, cool. Does she kill people? Black Widow. She has. Yeah, it that does. Like ha- it. it does happen. You don't get a name like that <laughs> without having something to do with death. Yeah, that's and Elizabeth Olsen's character uh, with her like magic uh-huh. powers is, is she's great, and I like Elizabeth Olsen as an actress a lot. Yeah, but Shuri was I just never seen a character quite like her in a yeah. movie. You know, she was well. You said she was. She was funny. She was she was sarcastic. She was just brought in every time she was on screen. You couldn't take your eyes off her. Yeah, she was great. Do you think there are other superheroes of other races that are coming? I hope so. Yeah, I really do. Because they can I, make new ones, right? There's no rules. There's no rules, and there's no reason that you couldn't take. A, I don't think, and this is contentious a little bit, but I don't think there's any reason you couldn't take a character who's always been white and say, let's just let's cast. An actor who's who's guy, Asian, Asian in this guy. one, or yeah. a black guy. like like these, they're imaginary characters, and right. they don't lose anything. None of these characters lose anything right. by being changed from a white person to a black person. Yeah, and in fact, it might add some new layers of depth to these right. characters to see them portrayed with a different racial background. Yeah, uh, how would that change? It would be very different. I think the the Gotham police would feel very differently about a black guy who goes around the city beating up bad guys than they would a white mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to explore some of those yeah. avenues in the comic. I don't think they will anytime soon, but that's right. my take on it. So they can always create a new one. The downside mm-hmm. would be the new one wouldn't have been in Iron Man in 2004 or whatever. The new one wouldn't be in Iron Man in 2004. And the downside would be you want there to be some level of uh, knowledge, like Connection. a knowledge yeah, base like of these the characters. Yeah, because like the Avengers stuff, people lose their minds They've every time a new character came on. for a long on. time. Yeah. And, and, but Guardians of the Galaxy was a very successful movie. Oh, I thought that was such a... I saw that one too. Is that another... Oh, oh yeah, that's an so MCU. Three. Oh, you're right. a, what are you talking about? You're a, base, you're a pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot I saw that one. Three and 16 Is to go. Is there two of those? There's two of them. Yeah, I've only seen one. So I got another one to go. The second one's great. Okay, I believe Yeah, Chris Pratt, another Chris. Chris, Another white Chris. He's so funny. He's... Fantastic. Yeah. We we talked about Chris all morning. Yeah, uh, talking right. recording the relevant podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, came out last great. week, but he he's he's great. And those characters were not well. They had a comic book, but they were not well known. Uh, yeah. they were C listers at best before the really? movie came out. Okay, so if you have a and good, do they always story, travel in a pack like that in mm-hmm, the comic book? Pretty too? much. They have different. There's the lineup changes here and there. There's some different characters. I like but, the tree. Groot. Gave his arm to be an axe. Groot. Just that is... That's a that's may we all be so humble. <laughs> That's right. It's if like the, the giving tree if the in duty, action. If duty called, I think I, I'd like to think that I would do it. I'd like to think that I would let my arm be an axe handle. Um, who, is, who is your favorite? Like, you watched uh, Infinity Black Panther War? by far. But Black in Panther Infinity War, gosh, who did I really like? I thought the love story between the guy who turns red and the lady mm-hmm. with red hair. Did you like it? I liked it. You I liked thought they it. were sweet. Oh, that's I good. don't know anything about either of them. I just thought, <laughs> oh, that's nice. They like, here's what I knew. Oh, they clearly were friends first. They knew each other. Mm-hmm. They are being secretive about their love. So the other Avengers don't know, apparently. Right. But they choose each other. It kept seeming like we would give up the superhero world for each other. So they knew what they were doing, kind of roping in the gals a little it bit. It was kind of sweet, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I kinda, liked it. I thought it, I, it moved me more than I was prepared to be moved. Because uh, you knew them independently. Movie. You didn't know they were in I love. did know them independently, but they have a longstanding romantic relationship. Oh, the do they? Too. They're like old school relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't pick that up. I they, thought they were kind of new and... Uh, are they always secretive? The kids have been shipping them. At first they were. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First they were. Yeah, for, for I thought while. they were. But you can see that friendship sort of blossom in Captain America 3. Oh, great. If you so choose. Oh, great. That, Super. You can see the origin of their of their relationship. Okay. 
I will. I feel like you giving me five to watch is really a summer, a reasonable summer thing to I, do. I think you should see Captain America: Civil War. It's okay. it's very it's, yeah. I can do two. It's kind I can of do substantive. One, didn't you say to do one, uh, one Iron Man, three Captain Americas, and one Thor? Yeah. Why don't you just do that? Yeah, that, that's how I'll start, and then you can give me my next assignment once yeah, I get yeah. through those. Th- that'll catch you. Then I feel like that'll add a lot of context to what you've seen. Because then I'll have totally Infinity seen War. eight, which is almost half of what they have offered. But you know what? And after that, you're and just then gonna... I do want to see the second Galaxy Garden of Ga- Guardians. Of Guardians the of the Galaxy. <laughs> that's gonna be nine. That is literally gonna be half. I think by the time that you've watched those, you're just gonna say, you know what? I'm just gonna watch them. Yeah, and then you're gonna, gonna, gonna have to have me on Cape Town as like the as the new expert. Yeah, no, as, as our new pro. You're, you evangelized me to being a superhero. We haven't fan. even gotten into like Doctor Strange, who you saw in yeah, Infinity he War. Yeah, was interesting. Uh, Ant Man is is one that you haven't seen yeah, yet. Yeah, I know Paul that. Rudd. Yeah, yeah, I Paul know Rudd. that name, but I and there's a commercial for them because that one's coming. They have a sequel coming out in just yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh shoot! So I need to go back and watch. Oh boy. A lot of assignments. You better get. Okay, we so better wrap this up. We I know. Got, I got, got movies, movies to watch. Uh, so you would say to our friends, would you tell them if they've decided to watch one superhero movie this summer? Oh, of any Marvel movie, hmm, that's a good question. If you're just going to watch one this summer, just and, and for if, if you haven't seen Black Panther, then right. it should be Black Panther. I, I think so. It's too. very easy to watch on its own. You don't need the rest, as you would. You would probably yeah. agree. You hadn't yeah. seen any of them. It's very contained. A lot of them are not. Uh, so I think yeah, I don't feel like I mi- I thought this makes me interested that there would, and that's one of the reasons I want to see Avengers. I was like, oh, Black Panther's in it. Okay, yeah. I want to see and him. That's again. how they get. That's how they get you. That's you get it, one, and then it. you got to start watching. You got to start watching the rest of them. That's right. They do it in the comics too. Okay. You you'll read one, and then you're like, oh, this you're character seems kind of cool. Maybe. Oh, yeah. they have a whole book to their own. Well, yeah. I guess I got to subscribe. Okay, to so that. Cape Town, your show, y'all go through different movies, or how do you decide what you talk about? If there's a movie coming out, then we will try to arrange our schedule so that we have, because every episode is about a different character, okay. and we give a little bit of the background, the historical context of the character, all on the lines of this character was used as uh, American propaganda during World War II. Sure, or sure, sure, we, sure, sure. I, I'm interested in, I'm more interested for the purposes of the podcast in sort of the outside cultural forces uh-huh. that created and shaped the character instead uh-huh. of what they've done in the comics. So I'm not just recapping things you could go read online, although sure. I will give you some recommendations for books if you want to read them. Yeah. But also just the the actual history about why the characters created them. And for example, the character of Black Panther, was he inspired by the Black Panther Party? Came out around the same time that he did or vice oh, versa? It's, yeah. it's an interesting story. And yeah. so getting into some of the history there is interesting. So yeah. that's what the... That's how it works. If there's a movie coming out, like our next one is going is going to be about Ant Man and the Wasp, since that ah, movie's coming out yes. soon. But if we're in a down season, then we might just pick kind of a more obscure character who. And there's maybe, four of y'all who can talk this exactly deep. That's really fun. Exactly, Ryan Ham, who used to be on the like old time relevant podcast. Oh yeah, uh, folks will remember Ryan. He's on that with us, and then Hannah Mazel, who lives out in Utah, yeah. and Chris Youngblood, okay. uh, who lives here in lives Nashville here. as well. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well done, buddy. Thank uh, you. Whew, I feel good. How, did you? Is there anything you didn't tell us that you think we really need to know? I don't think so. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I feel like we did great. We gave I, a great high level, couple of deep dives. I feel great about it. I, I think that Cape Town, I obviously love for people to listen to it. Sure. But I hope that if anything, what I hope is happening and what I'm glad these movies are kind of doing is for a long time, like when I was 12 or 13, I was embarrassed about liking these characters because it was such a nerdy thing oh, wow. to do. And yeah. and I remember seeing some like friends get like made fun of and yeah. and bullied. So I, I really like just kind of pretended that I didn't care. And for a long time that, oh, that was true. And I'm glad that these movies are opening an avenue 
because it's not weird anymore for someone to no. say like, I like that new Avengers movie. Yeah. And I'm really glad that's the case. And that's kind of given me empathy for things other people do that might seem yeah. a little bit weird or, yeah. or ostracized. Like don't make fun of it because in 10 like years, like. there could be a, there could be a movie about it. And then you're going to feel stupid for not having gotten on board for early sure. when I teach. So I, I do sure. appreciate that now. I mean, I'm an adult now, so I don't, I feel fine talking about it, but I'm also glad for like my nieces and nephews who yeah. are growing up and they have like, Black Panther toys and, yeah. and the Captain Marvel t-shirts and it's not weird for them. So that's yeah. been a, a really good thing to watch and, and hopefully breeding some empathy yeah. for other groups who do things that are perceived as being nerdy. Yeah. And fiction and art always gives way for conversations about real things. Exactly. And I am grateful for that. Okay. Last question we always ask. All right. Because the show's called That Sounds Fun. What sounds fun to you? What do you do for fun? Mm, I love being outside. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, I joked about it earlier, but, but just like... Skating and like exercise, climbing, yeah, uh, stuff like that is a really big deal, especially right now when it's summer and it's hot yeah. and, and hiking and going down to the lake. Yeah, that sounds fun right now. Today yeah, especially. if I'm dressed appropriately, I love being outside in the summer. Oh, do you? If I'm happy to be sweaty, like if I'm like trying to be at a wedding, not thrilled. <laughs> but sure. man, if it's like yeah. if I if I'm like in play clothes. Be, I will be outside learn, as much as I can. If you can learn to enjoy the heat a little bit, which is a little bit tough, but if you can train yourself to be like, you know what, I'm going to be hot, I'm going to be sweaty, and I'm yeah. going to look a little bit trashy, and that's just going to be the way that I'm going to be. literally everyone else. For this, yeah, and everybody else is too, but I'm the only one who's okay with it. Instead yeah, of trying yeah, to pretend yeah. like, you know, nothing to see here, folks. Yep, yeah. That's what I've been about the past couple of summers. Yeah. And it, and it always sounds really good. Yeah. You seem like, we haven't ever talked deep enough to know this, it seems like you have really made a choice to accept yourself. Yeah, I think it was a choice. It was a choice and I had some help. I was fortunate to be raised in a home where my parents always accepted who I was. Yeah. And I never felt the pressure to change. Yeah. And that goes a really long ways. Yeah. But I really wanted acceptance from other people that yeah. I didn't feel like were going to offer it to me. Mm-hmm. And I felt an extra amount of personal sort of a need to prove myself. I was homeschooled. Mm. Uh, I moved from a very small city to a, from a rural town in Nebraska to Lincoln, Nebraska, yeah. which Lincoln is not a big town, but it was big to me at the time. Sure, sure, sure. And so I felt very self-conscious yeah. and, and I put a lot of unacceptance on myself and then sort of got busy changing a lot of who I was to get that acceptance. Yeah. And it worked and it was great until it wasn't. Yeah. And I realized that I didn't have anything common with the person that I was presenting myself as. Yeah. So it's been, it has been a decision such a uh, journey. Throughout the last part of high school and into yeah. college about sort of reacquainting myself with who I actually was. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough for everybody. We tell kids to be who they are, but I, I think sometimes we make we oversimplify how easy that's going to be yeah. because being who you are is tough. Yeah, that's It takes right. a while. But it is worth the work. Oh, it's me. worth it. Oh, you got to do it. Yeah. It's the only so way too. to live. Yeah, I'm so much happier liking what I like mm-hmm. than pretending to like what other people want me to like. So... Man, you're the best. Oh, you're the best, Danny. Oh, this is great. This is exactly. This is. I want to do it again next week. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna be here. Right. You don't have to let me in. I don't. Uh, I'll just be knocking at the door. (laughs) But 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 I would love to do. Oh, you're awesome. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I'm really interested in, and I am going to go back and watch some of those movies. I will. I really will. I'm for sure going to start with the Iron Man one. I'll keep you up to date. Hey, if you love any of this stuff, if you love superheroes, if you have a particular movie of them you loved, please tell me on its social media, particularly on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm so interested to hear how many of you have any thoughts on superheroes as well, guys and girls. I'm easy to find. It's embarrassingly so. Annie F. Downs. F as in, is there a superhero with an F? 
Flash, but I think, did he say that's DC Comic Night? Annie F. Downs, F as in fancy. <laughs> and Tyler is easy to find on the internet as well. He's Tyler Huckabee. So make sure you follow him. Tell him thanks for being on the show and check out his podcast, Cape Town. I think you will really, really enjoy it. So if there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. Otherwise, we will see you on Thursday with an incredible conversation with author, friend, and just all around amazing woman, Kate Bowler. So go out and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will see you later this week.